Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, I'm Joanne Majors. Welcome to another episode of Spouse Tales. And I'm Kathy Signo. And one thing we know for sure. You cannot make this stuff up. You cannot make it up. Kathy, um, happy Valentine's Day. It's that time. Happy Valentine's Day to you too and everybody out there. And all our listeners. So it's a great uh, follow-up this week to our um, post that we had about enthusiasm is not a spouse thing. It's a total team thing. And I think that, um, as a matter of fact, sometimes we need other people to be enthusiastic about what's happening in the practice. And you and I are both big supporters of, you know, having those people understand how important the enthusiasm is for our patients. And um, I'm excited we're going to do a series on this. I will kind of open and then you can kind of share what we're thinking. But um, this all started from a video that I posted a few weeks ago. And uh, I talked to a couple of different people who said, when I look at your video and I see your eyes light up and your, your hand and your movements, you're so enthusiastic. I want to turn the, I want to listen to it. And so I came up with this article in this series that I'm doing right now that says, turn the volume off. Because if somebody turned the volume off, would a patient still want to listen to you? You know, do you look enthusiastic about what you're doing? Not that everything should be animated at all, but I think enthusiasm for the way we care for people is huge. And so that's kind of how we got excited on this. And we're going to have some really great, um, cool guests on this in- series on um, Enthusiasm is Contagious. Kathy, what would you add? Uh, I think what I would add is that it absolutely is infectious and you can, it's something that you don't need words to show, and everybody shows it differently. Many times we hear in a practice, well, you know, I'm not Kathy, or I'm not Joanne, Mm -hmm. or I'm not Kelly. We're not asking you to be somebody you're not, because then it's not authentic. We're asking you to be authentically you, and show your enthusiasm the way it works for you. So it's a very individual thing, but it's a very contagious thing. Well, and I think about the people that come to our practice to try to have us use their product or service, or um, let's take something like as, as, as mundane as a dental implant. You know, we, we have a rep that comes to our office and I'm telling you, this guy, you would think this guy's selling candy to kids. He gets so excited about dental implants. And it's like, oh, and look at this platform. And you can't believe, I mean, his enthusiasm is infectious. It makes you want to listen about this product or service. So what I think about is if, if you're not enthusiastic about what's happening in your practice, you know, why not? Why or why not? Because I think that that's a, that's a big piece of it. And I'm not saying like, I go back to, I'm not saying everybody should be animated. I'm not saying everybody should act like me at all as quite the contrary. We don't need any mini me's. (laughs) <laughs> what what we need though is we do need people that get enthusiastic for um for serving the really cool patients that we have and and the not so cool patients that we want to be you know one of those cool patients because part of that comes from you know we talk about you know enthusiasm is contagious 
um, I, in my seminars, a lot of times I'll say um, the second strongest force in the universe. What do you think it is? What do you think it is? Well, everybody in our audience, right, starts thinking about occlusion. And so they're like teeth and your bite. And, you know, we kind of go, okay, <laughs> come back. The second strongest force in the universe, they say, is enthusiasm. I mean, it can, you think about Martin Luther King. You think about, um, you know, all the different people that you knew could move audiences to action. Billy Graham. I mean, think about some of the most famous. Winston Churchill. Think about these people. Great coaches. Amazing. Look at what happened with Kobe Bryant. He had an enthusiasm that was infectious. He could move people, right? And so when I think about that. you have to believe in it. Yes. You have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in who you're doing it with. So that you can, so that you can influence these people, because every day in our practices we're presenting treatment. There's many things these patients don't know about. That's right. And when we present them to that, present that to them, we need to be enthusiastic and believe in in our doctor, mm-hmm. believe in our teammates. We need to believe that our hygienist is going to provide the very best care anywhere you're going to go, or that our doctor is a skilled clinician and he's, you know, he's going to care for you like nobody else. You have to have the belief first before you have the enthusiasm. Right. You know, and I, and I think about like when we talk about our whole series on the telephone handshake and using the, um, let me first say you call the right place, or I'd like to say you, you call the right place. You know, it doesn't matter to me if they ask if, if, do you take Delta Dental? Um, you know, do you see children? For us, it's always you call the right place because we are a source and a resource. We don't see children and we don't take Delta Dental. I mean, we're not in network. So it's like giving somebody no is not enthusiastic, right? And so it goes into every core of every piece of curriculum and content we teach. It's like it's so bedrock to what we teach. But in back to the second strongest force, the strongest force is lack of enthusiasm. So this whole thing about a bad apple you know, like one bad apple, and it does. It rots the whole group. I mean, like you put a bad apple in among other healthy apples, literally, and watch it. It will decay the other apples. It's the crab theory. You know, when when somebody baits a crab trap, you know, they put the trap down, and the crabs just keep jumping in to get the food, right? And all of a sudden, they realize they're in there, and there's no more food. So the crabs that try to get out, the ones that are in there, break their legs. They pull their legs off, right? It's that crab right, theory. Right. It's like, if you don't believe that in, that lack of enthusiasm is stronger than enthusiasm, keep a bad apple on your team, right? Oh, absolutely. It spreads like wildfire. It really does. Yeah. You We've can't... had that experience before. And, and you know what? The first sign that you notice something's off, pay attention. Sure. Go with your gut. Believe it. Because too many times we hang on. We think we're going to change somebody. And enthusiasm isn't something that you teach it's something that you are. Yeah, it's a we behavior. Talk about being in the practice. Yeah, and it's it's a way of being. Mm-hmm. And and you know and again, you know, people express their enthusiasm totally different. Um, yes, I get enthusiastic, and you can read it all over me. You can hear it. You can. I'm very. I'm vocal. I'm. You know. It, it's totally different. Sherry gets enthusiastic, and you can see it. But she's much more reserved with how she shares it. So it's like, it's not about if it's right or wrong. It's about do you have it or not, right? I mean, I think that's it. I think we have to know our strengths and know our weaknesses and and know what that looks like to us. But to not be enthusiastic about what you do 
is not that you should be excited about everything you do. It, clearly, there are things in the dental practice that I absolutely loathe doing, but it's a necessary evil, right? It's like to, to do the things I want right. to do, sometimes I've got to do those in which are required. Uh, it's the same thing with right. my business. I mean, if I, I, you know this, and you know my strengths, and like this, I could do this falling off a log, and I love it, and I enjoy it. But if somebody told me I'm going to have to figure out how to turn the machine on, make it happen, and put it on a website, I'd stop doing it tomorrow in an instant. <laughs> There's nothing enthusiastic about that for me, right? So, I mean, I think we have to just understand that some of those things are necessary evils. Yes. And, you know, when you were talking and you talked about that patient that calls on the phone and how we always say the telephone handshake and telling them you've called the right place, our doctor's amazing or whatever, you have to be able to, like you say, you always have the mirror in front of you. Mm-hmm. If they're asking a question and you think that your answer is going to be no. Use some of the skills that we train that said, tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. Sure. How tell me a little more help? about Because, yeah. 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 You know, because we may not be the place that we can take care of them, but we know that we can find the best place for them. Right. So it doesn't have to be a no. It can be, let me help. That's exactly right. And I think the thing that happens, and this is what, it's so hard to have all the team understand this. You know, it's like they think it's a waste of time. And I cannot tell you. And one of the videos, the video in there that's on, um, it, it's under engage. And it's like the sample of um, how to engage with others. And it's the the UPS driver, you know, that's in the videos. Uh-huh. And he tells yeah. his story and he's wiping the sweat off his forehead. And he said, you come in here. It's just different. It's just different. Loving, kind. You know, they give me water, Christmas gifts. I mean, <laughs> it's like I go back to that and it's like, that's intentional. That wasn't in, that wasn't accidental enthusiasm. It was intentional, and I think the thing that I that I always go back to is, what will they say about you? You know, I, I did a video I don't know last week or the week before about your walking, talking marketing tools. I mean, all those people in the reception room are listening. They say those girls are so happy. You know, I hear them answer the phone, and they they sit out there, and that's that's your opportunity to be enthusiastic and share that it's a great place to be, and and for me that that's so bedrock to what we teach. It's like we can. When we talk about, you know, nailing the initial phone call and nailing the initial visit, and you can make three mistakes because that's when their expectations are at the highest. And so if you're not enthusiastic, if your people on the front line on the phones aren't enthusiastic, it's really, really going to be a, a bummer when you when you recognize well, how many patients you have. it's going to be an uphill battle. It's yes. going to be an uphill battle all the time yes. because you're going to – that's just going to trickle down. It's, it's an absolute trickle-down effect. Yeah, so, it is. So, you know – you have to hire somebody. We always say more often than not, especially when it comes to people that answer your phones, you hire for a specific, I don't know if it's a personality, what it is, but you you can teach the dental skills, but you can't teach that enthusiasm that they're going to have on the phone right. to welcome people to come in, to stand up when someone a new patient walks in, to stand up. And go around the counter if you have a counter and shake their hand, look them in the eye and say, welcome. You know, I'm Kathy. I talked to you on the phone. I'm yeah. so happy to meet you and put a face with the name. It's those kinds of things that are, that are, it's a taught skill, but it can come very natural. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll, let me just say, <laughs> I'm enthusiastic about this topic. 
but I'm pumped. But I, I, I think that one of the things that I'm looking forward to is we're going to have some really uh, neat people, you know, kind of riff on this with us over the next, you know, four to six weeks. And so I hope that our listeners will come back because this is such a huge piece in what we do. And, you know, when we talk about like with your children, with your family, with your patients, with your team, with your coworkers, with um, the people you serve and the people that serve you, you don't teach values. You know, you, you don't teach values. You say, I'm going to teach my child this value. You don't teach values. You model them. And so I think enthusiasm is a value. And do you model enthusiasm yeah. for life? You know, because you, you, you see people who just, you wonder, like, have they, has, have they ever... Yeah, has their blood pressure ever gone and you up meet or those anything? People, <laughs> and you meet those people that you're drawn to. Yes, And yes. you don't even know who they are, and you see them across the room. You know that. You've walked into a party or walked into a meeting somewhere, and you see someone, and you think, I want to know who that is. Listen, I'm like, a, I, I can have an audience. that radiates that. Yes, yes. I can have an audience of 100 people or 1,000 people, and I can find those faces, and those are the people I want to go see at a break. It's like, you know, what's your position in the practice? What do you love about what you do? Because I call it the love in the room. I look around and I find the love in the room and those people are enthusiastic. And I try to do that when I go, you know, to a program. I mean, I have people that will come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're in my audience. You know, oh, and it's like, no, no, no. I love to learn. I love learning from other people who are enthusiastic and passionate about their topic. And it's like, you know, um, a few weeks back I was at a meeting and I listened to every speaker. And there was another, you know, seasoned speaker that was there that I kept noticing go out in the hall and go out in the hall. And it's like, I always think that's interesting when people get to a point where they think they can't learn anymore. Even if it's that you're learning oh, that you're yeah. doing some pretty cool things, right? And it's the same with the practice. I just, I don't know. This is going to be a this is going to be a great topic, and I hope that uh, our listeners will understand this is not a spouse thing. This is a total team. It's a family. It's a lifestyle thing. Yes, it is absolutely. When you were saying that, it is. It's a life thing. It's a way you um, operate in your life that gives you more joy. Yeah, it is. It really is, and. Um, you know, I'm, I am enthusiastic about the Roaring Twenties. I'm enthusiastic. I love what you said earlier about like it's, you know, and who you're doing things with. And so it's a chance for us to do a little shout out to our sponsors. Um, yes, it, I, I've been using the hashtag love what you do, D-E-W, and who you do, D-E-W, it with, for dental entrepreneur women do dew.life magazine and um those those people are great sponsors of ours we love them and if you um are a woman you know a woman in dentistry or even the men want to know what the women are thinking this is a place to do it so we're you can find our blog post there our podcast um through that area as well as well as some other really great uh, people and uh care credit our friends at care credit who continue to help us be enthusiastic about treatment and offering great care because they help us help patients get the care they need. And we, we appreciate them and, you know, big shout out to them and um, the folks at Weave who help us be enthusiastic about the communication and how we, how we can relate to our, um, our, our patients and our team. And you said something the other day about loving the Weave app and, you know, what it's done differently for you and Tony on the weekends. And I know that was a big selling point for me. So, um, being able to look at that without pulling up a computer and a schedule and, and knowing that your team is enthusiastic to return those messages, but it's a text message from your practice number versus, you know, their personal number has been a big, it's a big game changer for us. Isn't that one of the things that you were sharing too? Oh, yes, absolutely. It, it's been amazing to have, you know, a patient send a message and, 
you know, we didn't really set a standard like who returns those on the weekend, but it's amazing because the, the team in our office, the next thing I know, I see somebody respond and I'm like, these girls are on their time off. But yeah. they are so enthusiastic, enthusiastic about, <laughs> about caring for the patient. Yeah. And, and they say on Monday morning, it makes everything so much easier because we've been able to communicate with these people over the weekend. We're not walking in on Monday with a bunch of stuff falling in our laps. We've yeah. already managed it over the weekend and handled so. it. And, and it just it has made life so much easier for our patients. Yeah, our patients love it, and for the team. So yes, absolutely, we have to thank we for for putting that great tool in our hands. Yeah, well, we love our sponsors. We're going to love this series. We hope that you'll be back. We love love on Valentine's Day, and uh, enthusiasm is contagious. We hope that you'll share yours uh, this weekend. I'm Joanne Majors, and I'll see you on the road. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions, and we look forward to seeing you on the road. Signing off, live from Aggieland. This is Mel on Air.